Hello, Michelle Laurie here, and as promised, I am thrilled to announce that our tickets for Australian True Crime Live are now available. Join me in Sydney, Brisbane, and or Melbourne this July. You can come to all three if you want. These tickets are expected to go very quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting the link in our podcast bio, or you can head over to the Australian True Crime Facebook page. There'll be a nice link there for you. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you'll know how passionate I am about true crime stories from Australia. I'm looking very forward to an incredible evening together with you, sharing these captivating tales. We will have great guests as well, so you know we love a Q&A. If you've ever come along to an Australian True Crime Live gig, you'll know we love a Q&A with our guests. Don't miss out. Book your tickets today and I'll see you in July for a memorable night out. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is a true crime podcast, as the title suggests. So please consider this your warning, that it's not suitable for children. And it probably will contain content that may be triggering to some people. Also, it's an Australian true crime podcast, so Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners should be aware it may contain the voices of deceased people. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging.
Hello subscribers and welcome to your own exclusive fortnightly show, True Crime Compendium. I've dug deep to find fascinating true crime stories from around the world that I for one had never heard before. And I'm going to tell you all about them right here every two weeks. It's just my way of saying thank you for supporting Australian True Crime and becoming a subscriber to Australian True Crime Plus. Marianne, Bob, why don't you sit down? I'm not sure how to put this, but do you, do you know what a pedophile is? is? Is it a medical term? Well, uh, actually, I, I'm just I'm just hearing the word for the first time myself. Uh, apparently, it's a condition where an adult man develops a fixation on young girls. F fixation? Like he's obsessed. What's the treatment? What do you mean, obsessed? I honestly don't know. That's a recreation of a real conversation between an FBI agent and the parents of a missing girl in 1974. It's taken from the captivating true crime series called A Friend in the Family, which is coming exclusively to 7 Plus on the 25th of October. I know it's almost impossible to believe that people were ever so innocent, but the point of the series is that although we may think we've come a long way, when it comes to childhood sexual assault, the statistics haven't changed, and neither has the fact that children are most likely to be victimised by people close to them. We usually publish stories like this as exclusive content for subscribers, because it's not an Australian true crime story. But we've taken the opportunity to share it with everyone because we really do think this series says a lot of interesting things about grooming. And that's something we're passionate about. You've probably seen the Netflix documentary Abducted in Plain Sight, released in 2017, about Jan Broberg, who was kidnapped twice by family friend Bob Berchtold. First when she was 12 and again when she was 14. She was abducted twice because after the first time, Jan's parents signed affidavits stating they'd given Bergdahl their consent to take Jan away with him, which was a lie. The documentary is excellent, but the many twists and turns of the story, including the reasons behind those untruthful affidavits, can make it a lot to take in. They can also make it hard to relate to, and Jan's parents, Marianne and Bob, came in for a lot of criticism in the aftermath of its release. Now, Jan and her mother have teamed up with the makers of the true crime dramas Candy and The Act to dramatise their story over the course of nine episodes. And having seen the first couple, I think it's very successful in giving depth and context to what happened to their family. It makes it more relatable, more understandable, and it demonstrates how cultural norms can be utilised by a predator. Before we get into all of that, I'll let Jan Broberg speak for herself as to why she thought this series was something she wanted to be part of. Here she is speaking to E! News. Well, first of all, I wanted my parents to come across as the fully human people that they are mm -hmm. and, and how vulnerable people are to the slow burn of a master manipulator. So I want you to relate to the story and go, wait, 
who is close to me that I ever had some little funny feeling, but then I dismissed it because that's impossible. That's, you know, somebody close in my family or it's in my congregation, my neighborhood, my sports team. That's why telling the story in this format was so important to me and how glad I am that although it is a psychological thriller, a true crime story, there's really nothing in it that isn't true. We had to combine some things. There's even more, but we did this in a way that I can honestly say at the end of the day, you as a father, you as a mother will go, wait, where am, where is my blind spot? Where am I naive? Because I think I already know someone because they're my family member, because they're close to me. That is so important to me because That's the majority of abuse that we never talk about. And oftentimes that person is never prosecuted. Oftentimes the person, the child doesn't even tell the story till they're in their 30s or 40s or 50s or 80s because it's so embarrassing. And then the people around them, will they believe it? If it's somebody that's close to the whole family, this is a really insidious kind of abuse. And it is so common. If it didn't happen to you, Fred, it happened to someone that you know that's close to you. You have someone in your life. I'm positive. Everyone does. So how can we tell a story that can raise awareness? We have to tell it truthfully, honestly. We had to expose ourselves. All the mistakes that were made by my parents, they were so brave to be that vulnerable and say, maybe somebody else will see it before it leads you down to that path of where he just divided and conquered every single person in his path to get to me. Grooming happens to the whole orbit. That's the important part of the, of the telling. And this story is done that way. The Broberg story has tended to be treated as something of a freak show because the sensational elements are wildly sensational. But the truth is that it's the story of a breathtakingly boring family living an unassuming life in a small conservative American town in the 1970s. And the whole story unfurls against a backdrop of Mormonism. Both families involved were members of the Church of Latter-day Saints, a religion famous for clean living family values. Bob Broberg was a florist and owned his own shop, and Mary Ann was a homemaker, very active in the church. The Brobergs were friendly, trusting people with a habit of welcoming newcomers to their neighborhood. Marianne met Bob Bechtel at church, and they quickly discovered they had children the same age. He had three boys, and she had three girls. During that very first meeting, Bob Bechtel insisted Marianne bring her entire family over to his home for dinner. Well, what is the Brady Bunch doing on my lawn? That's our favorite show. That's no surprise. You're a dead ringer for Jan. I am Jan. Well, pleased to meet you, Jan. You must be the patriarch. Good to meet you, Broberg. Bob Birch told. Uh, nice to meet you, Bob. I'm Bob. Everybody's Bob. Are you girls a Bob? <laughs> well, come on in, you bunch of Bobs. <laughs> oh. All right, now wait, just for the fun part here. Uh, I want to thank you, Marianne, for bringing your husband and your three beautiful daughters over and making us feel so welcome. I almost feel like we're two sides of the same family. Although, yes, get confusing with the two Bobs. We're going to have to duel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? You just call me B. 
It's easier than Brother Birch told. Anna and the kids too. And so it was that he was known henceforth as B or Brother B. In that time and place, children would normally call a man in his position Mr. Birchdahl or Brother Birchdahl, as is the Mormon tradition. So christening himself B was a way of taking that formality out of his relationship with the Broberg girls and creating a more intimate place for himself in their family. It reminds me of the way we were encouraged to call some adults uncle when I was a kid, when they weren't really related to us at all. Looking back now, there were definitely times when men suggested we call them uncle, and my mum said, no, that wouldn't be happening. In this case, though, Brother B quickly endeared himself to every member of the Broberg family, and he became a fixture in their home. Good morning, Brobergs. Good morning, Brother B. Good morning, Jan. It's going to be a great day. Hey, who do you love the most? Brother B. Brother B. Brother B. Tell you the truth, a man like you, a father and a church leader, I've wanted to be friends with you from the moment I met you. Really? The Broberg daughters recall Brother B visited them most nights. Not with his wife and children, just Brother B. He chatted with their parents and played with them and he never made any secret of the fact that he had a special affection for their eldest daughter, Jan. Everyone acknowledged it, and he called her by a pet name, Dolly. Mary Ann and Bob said later that they were annoyed by it, and that's the word they used, annoyed. But you get the impression they were more concerned about it being unfair on the other two girls than it being creepy. Perhaps they never saw it as dangerous because it all played out every night in plain view, in their living room, in front of God and everyone. It certainly never occurred to them to prevent their children from being alone with B. He regularly took them on outings and picked them up from school and other activities. One Thursday night in 1974, when Jan was 12 years old, B failed to bring her home from horse riding as planned. Bob and Mary Ann waited for several hours, eventually calling his wife Gail, telling her that they were about to call the police. Gail convinced them not to, and so they waited a full 36 hours until Saturday morning before calling the local FBI field office. At that point, they heard a recorded message telling them the office was closed for the weekend. And rather than call the emergency number or the local police, They waited and called back on the Monday morning. Even when the federal agents arrived at their home, they struggled to convince Bob and Marianne that their child had indeed been abducted. They struggled, too, to understand the exact relationship between the Brobergs and B. Sorry to sound like a broken record, but what exactly is your relationship with Robert Birchtold? Well, he's... He's practically a member of the family. He loves our children like they're his own, like we love his. And he's a member of our church. The truth was that neither Marianne nor Bob knew the truth about the various relationships B had with members of their family. Neither of them was ready to confess the relationships they had with B. Jan Broberg and her mother Marianne first went public with their story when they released a book called Stolen Innocence in 2003. 
The first edition of that book didn't include many of the details that were in the documentary, and the documentary didn't include many of the details that are in the series, A Friend of the Family. There are two reasons for this. One is that after all these years, the family is still remembering and sharing details as they come back to them. But the other reason is more insidious. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Jan wasn't the only member of the family groomed, abused, and shamed by Bob Berchtel. Mary Ann's affair with B came to light in the 70s, in the years between the two abductions of her daughter. But it would be many years before Jan's father, Bob, revealed the real reason he'd signed the affidavits exonerating Berchtel of the first kidnapping. He too had had a sexual relationship with Brother B, and B threatened to expose him if he didn't help him avoid jail over the kidnapping. In his quest to get to Jan, B used everything her family held dear against them. He used their friendly nature against them. He used her parents' marriage against them. He used their religion against them. And he even used the science fiction craze of the day to his advantage by convincing Jan that her first abduction was actually a mission for which the two of them had been handpicked by aliens. You 
children. We are Zeta and Zephyr. Our planet is dying. Jan Broberg, you must save us. You are one of us. It is time for your mission to begin. I remember driving and the instrument cluster on the car going crazy. And I stopped. And that's when I saw them. Saw who? These lights in a, in a circle and they're right overhead. And they came down right beside us. And that's when a couple of them emerged. And they came and they pulled me out of the car. And then they held me by my arms. They didn't look, uh, they didn't look strange or funny at all. I guess they can look like regular people. I said to them, I said, what do you want? I said you. Here's what I know. These people exist. And we have to do what they say. Whether they're people like you and me from another planet or angels or whatever they are, we gotta do it. But you know what else this means? means you're special. <laughs> I always knew you were, but I guess I just never knew how special. I don't know how we'll get through this, but I am just so glad it's you, Dolly. Yes, it's ridiculous. But the power of drama over documentary is seeing this moment happen through the eyes of a child. There's no misunderstanding how badly her mind and emotions are being twisted and used by someone she's clinging to while her frightened, guilt-ridden parents can't find her. It just hits different. The role of Brother B, Bob Bechdel, is played by Jake Lacey, who you'll remember from White Lotus. It hits different too because watching a handsome, charismatic young man charming his way into a family is very different to hearing about it. When you hear about it, you can convince yourself the victims are gullible or neglectful. But when you watch it, you get more of the subtlety and it's harder to be so judgmental. Actor Jake Lacey spoke to popculture.com about the advice he was given by Jan Broberg for playing the part of her kidnapper, Bob Bechtel. You know, Jan left me a note uh, on our first day of filming where she talked about B's warmth and uh, charisma and generosity, and he could cry at the drop of a hat, and, and that that uh, ability to make you feel so special and sort of seen was his superpower. Nick Antosca and Robin Veith are the creators behind A Friend of the Family. 
They've previously made the miniseries Candy, starring Jessica Biel, about Candy Montgomery, who was accused and acquitted of the axe murder of her lover's wife, Betty Gore. And also The Act, about the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard, by the boyfriend of her daughter, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. During the trial, Gypsy Rose alleged her mother was abusive throughout her life as a result of suffering from Munchausen's by proxy. Due to that condition, it was alleged that Dee Dee enjoyed the attention and sympathy she received for having a sick child, so she constantly made Gypsy Rose sick. Nick Antosca spoke recently to ScreenRant.com about the challenges of dramatising true crime in general and about dramatising the story of Bob Berchtel's offending against Jan Broberg and her family specifically. Here are some highlights of that interview. You set out with the show and the subject matter, and there's a fear. Like, will will people be willing to invest in this? Will will they be willing to empathize with the family? Will they be willing to um, uh, live with this kind of uncomfortable subject matter for nine episodes? And most of all, I, I, it feels good that you know, we were able to do this in partnership with the Brobergs and that they were happy with the end result. The story can so easily be overpowered by the uh, the outrage that you feel when you're watching it or the discomfort that you feel when you're watching it as an audience member. And I wanted to, to make sure, uh, along with the whole writer's room, we worked very hard to... Um, balance the truth of what happened uh, and and tell the you know painful details while also showing the humanity of everybody involved and showing um what their lives were like and and, and allowing you to feel empathy for them even if you were frustrated by the the course of events and you know I hear people saying quite frequently like this is like watching it is so uh, stressful and people saying that they, you know, talk to the TV and they're yelling at the TV and that's good. Um, you, you should be disturbed and angry and upset by this story. I've been really happy to see people going on an intense emotional journey with the show. The incredible thing is that we changed almost nothing. I mean, almost everything that you see in the show is you know from the FBI reports or from the family's own memory and accounts of what they did um or from letters that were written or uh recorded phone calls um the we had to condense time a little bit in uh in you know when Jan is 16 years old because of where and when things happened other than that there's almost nothing that we changed in any significant way. We did change a few names here and there and and some uh some details, but the story itself is so intense and there are so many uh reversals and surprises and shocking moments um that normally you would have to invent that uh the the challenge really was to stay focused on everybody's emotional experience and and the human family relationships and not let the story get overpowered by the sensationalistic elements. Colin Hanks plays the role of Bob Broberg, a man whose simple life was hijacked 
by a dark and unassailable force. The real Bob Broberg extended the hand of friendship to a family that was new in town, as he'd done countless times before. But this time, it would lead to him losing just about everything, including his very identity. He would not be the man he once was by the time his family was free of Brother B. Here's Colin Hanks talking to popculture.com about the role. I feel like, you know, part of our responsibility is to help uh, tell the Broberg story and, and, and give the proper explanations as to why they were forced to make the decisions that they made. Not necessarily just the decisions that they made, but why they were forced to do so. Um, and, uh, so I just, you know, I, I did everything that I could to just feel like I had done research. I, I, I learned as much as I could about, you know, the Mormons and their history. I, I went so far as to put, you know, Mormon affirmations up all in my trailer. I wore uh, a period correct cologne. I mean, I, I just did anything I possibly could to try and, um, just feel like I was where I was supposed to be. You can hear how passionate the actors are about this series. Jan Broberg says it's very accurate in its portrayal of the years that she and her family were groomed and tormented by Bob Bechtel. Her aim for decades now has been to help people understand how grooming works, what it looks like, what it feels like, and to try and help other families get predators out of their lives before it's too late. And I think she's done another great job of that here. You can see for yourself, and please let us know what you think. It's called A Friend of the Family. It's a captivating true crime series, and it's coming exclusively to 7 Plus on the 25th of October. What exactly is your relationship with Robert Birchtold? He's, he's practically a member of the family. Good morning, Brobergs. Good morning, Brother B. Morning, B. Good morning, Jan. It's going to be a great day. Hey, who do you love the most? Brother B. Brother B. Brother B. Tell you the truth, a man like you, a father and a church leader, I've wanted to be friends with you from the moment I met you. Really? I almost feel like we're two sides of the same family. I look at you and Marianne, and sometimes I wish I had the kind of marriage you have. If you really care about me, Broberg, just help me out, brother. No one thinks that their best friend is a monster, but he has all the hallmarks of a psychopathic personality. Happy birthday, Jan. doesn't feel emotions the way that we do. He will lie and manipulate to get the only thing that he wants. Do you remember what I told you? They sure are special. Who is her father? Him or me? Gail? If you knew something, you would tell us, right? Husband kidnapped her. Again! Where is Jan? Where is she? 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. There's no telling what he is capable of. Hello, Michelle Laurie here, and as promised, I am thrilled to announce that our tickets for Australian True Crime Live are now available. Join me in Sydney, Brisbane, and or Melbourne this July. You can come to all three if you want. These tickets are expected to go very quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting the link in our podcast bio, or you can head over to the Australian True Crime Facebook page. There'll be a nice link there for you. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you'll know how passionate I am about true crime stories from Australia. I'm looking very forward to an incredible evening together with you, sharing these captivating tales. We will have great guests as well, so you know we love a Q&A. If you've ever come along to an Australian true crime live gig, you'll know we love a Q&A with our guests. Don't miss out. Book your tickets today and I'll see you in July for a memorable night out.